Welcome to It's All BS, a podcast about success and mindset. I'm on a mission to help you get unhooked from what's keeping you from having the life you want. I'm your host, Master Certified Success Coach, Belinda Smith, founder of UnhookedLife.com. Ready? Let's go. Hello. Hello, hello. Yeah, that's not on, on pitch either. Really, pr- I promise you, one of these days, I'm going to sing a little bit of something at the beginning so you'll know that I just am not singing random notes. I mean, I am singing random notes, but I actually can offer something. What you just heard in the background is a puppy. Um, his name is Arthur, and he is 13 weeks now, I believe. My brother is back down hanging out here and has the puppy, so... Arthur has found his voice, and you 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 just heard it. Up oh, there it is again. Uh, Arthur has learned how to demand returns. I mean, he he wants um, gratification. So if he goes outside and goes to the bathroom, he immediately comes inside and would like some gratification in the form of a treat. You know, but we still we still spell treat like T R E A T like. But I really think the dogs can spell now. Oh, okay. You may hear Arthur throughout today's episode because you know what? He's 13 weeks old and he doesn't understand boundaries yet. I just got back from the gym. Obviously, the only reason I'm saying that is because if I go to the gym and I don't tell everybody, then it kind of didn't happen, right? <laughs> oh my gosh, shut up. You know that's the truth. You have to say it on social media or on your podcast or something because it didn't happen if you didn't. But here's the thing. Went to the gym. I'm just walking right now. You're kind of doing, you're rehabilitating my entire body from a year of not being able to be super active. And I keep just randomly putting on playlists. And so post COVID, it's like they have, I feel like they're COVID dividers. So you know, like I can be on one treadmill. Um, there's like a divide, like a, a, a glass what is it called? Like, I don't know. It's not a see-through glass. I would know at any other time. Um, so you can't see who's next to you. It's like one of those. So it's really private. And I sat there and in this whole like 30 minutes, I went, the music took me all over the place. I was um, happy for a minute and then it went into the song and I got really introspective and I'm actually not going to, like I cried on the on the treadmill at the gym, but no one saw it. But of course, I have to tell you because <laughs> it's not real if, it didn't, if I don't tell you. <laughs> but it's like this entire fascinating way that music takes me through all those emotions. By the time I was finished, I was like, okay, I'm too, I'm not, not even physically exhausted. I'm emotionally exhausted. <laughs> Get you a playlist like that, y'all. You'll, you'll stay in it. So today I want to talk to you about um, creating, I want to call them markers for your, for yourself. I know I've talked about buffering before, but it's a really good time to revisit that. And um, a lot of times when I'm working with clients, I like to think of like, I don't, goal, the word goal can sound like so far out there. It's like you have to attain a goal. So it kind of leaves an emptiness in between now and the goal. If, if I just say it like that, I feel like there's sort of a, a canyon in between I'm going to start and hit the goal. So I like to think of, of things more like a, a mile marker, like I'm going down the freeway. I know where I'm going. 
but there are markers all along the way. So like dividing my trip up um, from Nashville to, you know, Elizabethtown or is it Elizabethton? I don't know. I call it Elizabethtown, Kentucky. It was probably wrong, but that's like a part of my trip. Ultimately, I'm going to West Virginia, right? That's, that's a marker. I'm hitting this mile marker. Sometimes it's going to take longer to get somewhere. Sometimes it's it's not. But all of those things around us, around me in, in terms of markers are, are cues. They are, it's a mindset. Like I can make it from here to there. I can do it because it's in small steps and I actually have tangible um, markings. Be tangible markings, tangible. Anyway, I can see it. <laughs> I can see the sign. And if I wanted to hold up the mile marker, I could hold it in my hand. All right, there. But another practice that I have with my clients, and uh, I do it with myself as, as well, is it, it's sort of, I use it as like sort of a standstill marker. And I have like one clean area. So I tend to work with a lot of people who are just like, you know, there's, there's just a scatteredness and I, that's probably, I have a scatteredness if you haven't noticed that yet. And I probably enjoy, you know, or people probably like feel at home or something. So I have a few, at least of those types of clients. And one of the um, tools that I use with them is I ask them to find a a flat surface in their house, uh, usually a desk it can be a kitchen table either way, but that's those are, those are the only two that we've used thus far. And I ask them to make it completely clean, perfect, how you would want it to be if, if nothing else was on there. Like what is the ideal th- place for that? But yeah, everything else has to be cleared off. You know, papers, an extra mug, a beautiful flower. There's actually a baseball on my desk right now, an actual baseball. There's a long story from behind that, but there's no need for me to have a baseball on my desk because as I said, if I don't mention it, then it hasn't happened. And I definitely would have mentioned playing baseball, but since I didn't, um, but since, yeah, anyway, uh, (laughs) I don't know. I'm loopy today. All right. So with one of, actually, I'm going to have her on the podcast, but one of my clients, uh, we started out with a desk and I asked her to clean it off. Another client has a table and I was like, clean it off. I don't want anything on that table except what actually goes there. And in both instances, there was a physical reaction to it. It's like, oh my gosh, this feels so clean. Like, what do I do with this? You know, how do I fill this back up? How do I put other stuff on it? Because I feel more comfortable in the chaos. All I asked them to do was clean one surface, declutter one surface and keep it that way. I believe that our environment informs what's going on in our brain and vice versa. Our brain um, informs what we do with our environment. So for me, it's a really important practice to keep those in check. One of the easiest ways is to have a visual cue. So the visual cue that we use is we we take that clean surface and then we just go on about our lives. And then like, you know, at some point we look down or when I make them look down and take a photo of, of where they were, if it's gotten really cluttered again, then we have to look at the brain. We have to look at what's going on inside. If it's still clean, awesome. 
I have one client who is in the middle, in the process of keeping her table clean. She's in the process, you know, she did it. Then it snuck up, snuck back up on her. And now she's doing it again. I I have a a different client who her entire life transformation, and I'm not even exaggerating, began with her cleaning off a desk, cleaning off the desk. That was it. And then she has to notice throughout, we've worked together for for some years um, off and on, and she has to notice when the desk gets cluttered, that's a sign, it's a marker to pay attention to what's going on in your brain, what's going on in your environment is going on in your brain, what's going on in your brain is going to show in your environment. Try me, try me on that one. Today, I want to ask you and invite you to set something like that for yourself, something so you can have visual evidence of anything that's kind of off, off balance, off centered. I don't care if it could be a dresser in your bedroom. It could be a desk, a table, an armoire, whatever it is, but decide on something that you want to have clean with only what it needs, minimum, everything else you put somewhere else. So you can deal with that later, but just this one place. And my, my challenge is you to, to you is to keep it that way. Keep it that way, no matter what. Okay. You know, what's going to happen is you're going to like, you're going to put something on it. You're going to be, Oh, just for a second. It's fine. I'm just going to lay this here right now, but I know I can't keep it. And you'll be really good for a minute. And then it's going to like leave your conscious mind and you're going to start treating it however you do. And that's going to inform what's going on in your head. On the other hand, um, you know how our environment, if we put ourselves in uh, in environments that may not go with our mental peace, then you also have to pay attention to what environment you're putting yourself into. For example, I went to a, a big box store the other day and there, there are ones all over the country, but I, I went and was driving in, into the parking lot. It's one that I, I haven't, there's several around town, but I haven't gone to this one maybe just a few times. And there were police, I think they're like police surveillance. Um, they, they look like boxes. They're up on a high, up on a pole. They have a blue flat flashing light. And my understanding is that they record what's going on. There were also two security vehicles driving through the parking lot. And you know, I'll just tell you, it was Walmart. That's how much they had going on for the safety of the patrons in the parking lot. And I was like, yeah, this environment is really going to mess with my head. I do not need to be in this environment because otherwise I'm going to be completely weirded out in my mind. Like, why do they need this much security? I'm alone. It's going to get dark. We're like right on that verge where it was getting dark. Do I really want to put myself in this environment so that my brain goes a little haywire? You know what? Answer is no. When it went on to another one, another one that's just a little further from my house, but I'd much rather have been be there. Okay. All right. I know I'm just, I'm just trying to challenge you to make one small step, then pay attention, clean your surface. How long can you go? And then pay attention. You're being a detective in your brain. You're getting some evidence and that's all you're doing. We're not judging it. There's no judgment here. It's just data. 
What happens when you have to keep one thing clean and you also try to keep the environment that you put yourself into clean? Let's just see. Check into those two things. I would love for you to do that and let me know how it's going. Check me out at Belinda Unhooked on Instagram and Facebook. I am Belinda Lee Smith. Or better yet, you can just DM me. Wouldn't that be fun? Either one. You can email me at Belinda at unhookedlife.com. All right. So since I've told you I've been to the gym, I just wanted to reiterate that I did go to the gym today and I did walk, um, do the treadmill and there you have it. And there's a baseball on my desk, but that doesn't go there. So I'll have that removed. <laughs> All right. Remember your environment and your, and what in your, your, your environment and your mind work together. They are both on your side, but they are looking for leadership lead them, lead your brain, lead your environment. Everyone's on the same team, but you're the coach. Okay. All right, beautifuls. I will see you next time. And until then, uh, yeah, safe travels on this journey home. Hey, thanks again for listening to today's podcast. I'd love it if you invite your friends to listen in. If you could use some personalized support around this area of your life, I have a limited number of openings. So let's talk and see if we're a fit. The link to book a chat is in the show notes. Also, please go to iTunes and leave me a five-star review. Every star counts. See you next time.